This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So, welcome to the North, and today I found myself in Barrow for a uh, uh, second trip to sort of Cumbria in a few weeks. We were at Carlisle a few weeks ago, and we're at Barrow today. Um, really looking forward to the game today. Um, we are hopeful, maybe, of getting something up here today. I think it's going to be really difficult, but I think we'd all settle for a point, wouldn't we? But I think we can sneak it today. I know Barrow have started you started the season well, but they're not on brilliant form recently. So, you know, maybe we can nick something. Um, I think that the, the manager here, though, Andy Wilde's done a brilliant job. I, I thought they really struggled this year. Um, but a mate of mine who's a Grimsby fan, he went to, he, he, he saw them last year in a conference, and he said they're one of the better football insides he'd seen. So, you know, I think it's all credit to what he's done here at Barrow that they've been knocking around the promotion of playoff places, whether they can keep that going only time will tell but I'm looking forward to it today um, long trip over from Leeds today um, I thought Carlisle was a long way away but Barrow is also a long way away um, I've got myself into the supporters bar which is absolutely magnificent it's at one end of the ground um, so I can have a pint and look out over the pitch to be honest it's a shame I can't stay in here but um, I'll, have to, <laughs> I'll have to get kicked out at some point but it's really nice uh, nice supporters bar no, nice club up here um, but it's a bit of a poignant trip for this for me um, my dad was born in Barrow in 1928 and is is my granddad the fabulously named Bert Berry Street used to work in the shipyards here at Barrow uh, building the submarines for the Navy um, and on the Barrow Club badge there is a they've still got a submarine on the top of the the top of the club badge which is which is fabulous so you know, although I'm a Newport fan, as you all know, it could easily be in a Barrow one. Um, now, it's a bit of a, you know, bear with me a little bit here, because, um, you know, me, me, when I came up last year, we played here on a Friday night, and I went to find me, uh, me dad's house out on Barrow Island, where he was born. You know, little terraced house near the docks. Um, it was really poignant. Um, 
you know, they were they were dirt poor. My dad was. He used to tell me stories that he only used to have one portion of meat a week, and him and his brother used to catch eels down in the shipyards. Um, my dad was also born with a disability, although we never used those terms. Um, and he couldn't walk when he was young. Um, he used to talk about there being only one car in the town, which was owned by the the Vickers family who owned the shipyards back in the day. And the wife of the, the shipyard owner, he took pity on my dad's family, and he she paid for him to have pioneering like skin uh, a graft and, and sort of bone surgery that was like one of the first in the world that had ever been done and he was operated on by the king's surgeon at the time and this meant that eventually he could walk although he could stagger and fall over like a drunk whenever we went anywhere which created many embarrassing and hilarious moments but in order for him to learn to walk he had to re- go to the lake district and he recuperated there for long periods and his, his family could never see him so he sort of grew up a lot of his time sort of on his own learning to walk it gave him a long lasting love of, the, of this area and um, he was actually used to tell me he was actually taught to walk by a, as he used to call him a man of the road so interesting stuff he, he passed his 11 plus bizarrely which was um, rare for someone from his side of the tracks and he and his brother eventually went off to university he always said it was my grandmother who had no education was fiercely determined that they would do okay and, and fiercely proud of like the power of learning and what that can do he became a scientist but he could speak Latin, French, German and get by in Spanish and Italian all bar Latin was self-taught he used to read several books a week and he could quote Shakespeare at will he loved music and art and he sketched wherever he could, whenever he could. I guess this background instilled in, in him the key principles of equality and education for all, the NHS, the importance of that, being open for everyone. And it was a hum- he was a humble guy that was, that was genuinely inspiring. And I, I mention all this not because he was an amazing guy, although he was, but he was just a normal guy. And he, like, like all of us, We've all got someone like that in our life, and we a dad, mum, brother, sister, auntie, grandparents, you know, who just quietly go out about their about their life, don't they? And they're like they're the they're the giants on whose shoulders we stand on. You know, never never mind your Kardashians and your Ronaldos and all that rubbish. It's the it's the it's just the quiet people, isn't it, who just get on with their lives and, and, and do the best they can and do the best for us as their kids. So, you know, Whenever you hear, when you're hearing this, if you've got a beer or whatever, a cup of tea, just just reflect a little bit on who that who that important person is in your life. I always wanted to bring my dad back to Barrow and have a beer with him. We never made it, but I'm here now, and um, this point is for you, Dad. Thanks for everything. Right, so we're in the ground. It's fair to say the Burnabout is not. But it is exactly what it what it what it is, which is a non-league ground that they developed. There's there's elements, there's hints here of the old spitty in a little way. Behind a, behind the goal, there's a, there's a covered terrace which is split sort of seventy thirty, which is a little bit like the, a little bit like what the old Cromwell used to be. And down the left hand side, they've got another co- a covered terrace sort of for half the pitch, and then, and then uncovered ends to that terrace all the way down. Then on the other on the other side, there's a there's a, a stand, a seat, a grandstand. Again, a bit like the old, the old grandstand at Summerton. It covers about a third, the middle third of the pitch. And down the other end, I was going to knock this because it's just a load of porter cabins, effectively. But seeing as one of them is the supporters bar I've just been in, I'm not going to knock it because it was a good supporters bar. But it's basically, there's nothing down one end. Floodlight watch. Well, oh, it's poor on the floodlight situation. It's just 
There's one over the far side. I thought it was a floodlight, but it's a, it's a telecommunications uh, thing. And any other ones, just like anyone you'd see at like you know a municipal ground, just a just yeah, a bit of metal. They're, they're poor. Now, a few weeks ago, I was in Carlisle, similar part of the world. There was a load of blinking Scots in there in, in the away end, and I walked in today, and there's another one here. Except this one doesn't support Park Thistle. Stu and his sons are here. We're Newport Morton fans. Stu, long trip up. A couple of things to ask for you today. You saw us against Swindon last week, so you've actually seen us win. I've not seen us win for a very long time. Chat to us a little bit about what you saw and what changed last week and what you're thinking about today. OK, well, I thought we played really well against Swindon. I think the, the manager made a couple of changes. I think he inverted the midfield slightly. So instead of having two holders, we had one holder and two more advanced. I thought we were a lot more aggressive in the press. We, we pushed really high up and made life really difficult for Swindon to build out from the back. So I was really positive last week. I've been quite negative over the last few months. But I'm really encouraged by the performance on Saturday and I think we're going to carry it on today. I think we should see some good football. And you know, I think you, you invented the term cockball, didn't you? Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I may have had a glass of wine at that point, yeah. Heard <laughs> it here first. Right then, we're going to do a little bit of score prediction. Before we, before we do that, teams, I've not seen them yet. Have you, you unchanged. guys? Unchanged. Yeah, unchanged. Completely unchanged. Yeah. Totally unchanged, right. So I've lost our Rose Z sweep because I thought there'd be a bit of a change today. But that is Coughlin's way, isn't it? It tends to say, get a team in. So completely unchanged. I'm not going to bother going through the lineup because you all know what that is. So uh, right, predictions for today, Stuart. You go first. I'm going to go for one each. That's what I've gone for on the bus. So I'm hoping to win some money. One each with McNeil scoring. Oh, bold, bold. Fraser, what are you thinking? I'm going to go two nil, same as my dad, same as I predicted on the bus. Charles Lee and Kavanagh to score. I'm like, see, look, the positivity of youth. This is what I like. This is what I like, right? I'm also <laughs> surprise, surprise. I'm also being positive. You can't schlep all the way out to Barrow and not be positive in my view. Um, I, th- I'd be very happy with obviously either of those results. Be happy with choose one one. A point would be great, but I think we're going to sneak this two one. Okay. That's what I've got. Oh, goodness only knows who's going to score. I think Charles, he might get his first. I'm with you there, Fraser. And I think Bogle's going to come off the bench and nip the winner. That's what I'm going to go with. So, yeah. So, let's see how we go. The pitch looks really good, um, to be fair. I know they had a game called off recently. And when I was up in the supporters bar recently, the, I was just a guy heard me do me start to me pod, got chatting to him. And obviously we've been talking about the shipyards. He, he's worked in the shipyard since my granddad did. Um, and I was chatting to him and he's still, there's still 12,000 people employed in the shipyards here. And they've taken on another 2,000 apprentices this year. So if we think about how Newport struggled with, the, with Lamwern and some of the industries going, you know, and, and yeah, Stu's old, old town. It's absolutely amazing, really, to think we've got a, a proper industry here building stuff. So, yeah, that was great. And he, he was a lovely lad to chat with, so... You know, I wish him all the best, but I hope he's stuff on today. So, <laughs> right, we'll be out in a minute. Let's see how we go. Teams are out. We're playing in now. There's no need for us to be in it. I'm going to go curmudgeon here. We should be playing in black and amber. They're playing in white and blue. So why we're playing in all grey, I've no idea. Other than this whole sponsorship sponsor thing. But again, there is no sponsor on the front of this kit. Is there? there's a bit of sticky tape. So we should be in black and amber. Beautifully observed minute silence there for the the people who suffered in the in the earthquakes. Um, uh, really well observed. So right. Oh, he's loud. He's loud. Right, right, here we go. A really good game here today, I think. Come on, Aport. 15 minutes in, even Stevens, really, no real chances. Um, Barrow plays some decent stuff. Right, I've got, as you all know, I'm brilliant at brilliant at formations and tactics. Luckily, Stu's here on tactics watch. Stu, are we lining up? What's it, what's it look like? 
It's just a standard uh, three one four two, I guess. Yeah, three one four two, yeah. yeah. So Bennett's sitting deeper than Lewis and um, Charlesley. It's pretty standard Cochrane, Cochrane ball, cock ball, cock ball, cock ball. In. Here we go. Right, half time, nil nil. It's fair to say, not a huge amount to shout about in that. Fairly dull, fairly even. We there's been a few half chances for both sides. We were coming into it, but a pressure towards the end of the half. But I fair to say, it's not a great deal. So, what's your, what's your view? Yeah, same as you. There's nothing really happening. We're not struggling at all. We're just not really creating anything. Neither team is. No, so it's no. Glad be honest, you just said it's the worst game he's ever seen. I, I think that's pushing it a bit, but it's not that bad. But I think, it, yeah. Um, but I think you know, to be you know, I, obviously, I want us to play better second half. But you know, if if, if we end up if it ends up being nil nil and we get a point, we'll be happy. Really good chance there for Oz. He was he was through. Didn't quite have the pace. And they got back up to, to put a challenge in. We've been a little bit under the cost to start this second half, but you know the way it's going, one goal could one goal either side could win this. First change, Jolly McNeil's off, and Cavanagh's uh, coming on. Hopefully, we'll get it. We get the same result as last time. And Oz is also coming off, and Bogle. So we changed both front two. So. I mean, to be fair, this is the one thing that's changed, I think, with Charles Lee coming in. We were commenting before the game that we, we've got more coming off the bench now, so let's see if that can change things. Best chance of the match there for us. Ball swung across. Kavanagh about on the penalty spot, got his head to it. Keeper's made a good save, put it around the post corner. Well, for the second game in a row, the opposition are down to 10 men. I think Scouse Lewis was clearing the ball, and as he did that, there was a yeah, probably a high challenge on him from one of the Barrow players. Probably studs up. Oh, probably by the letter of the law, probably is, a, probably is a red card. But, you know, I need to see that again. I, live, I didn't think it was, but you'd have to see that again. Anyway, uh, Scouse Lewis is still receiving treatment. The Barrow players seem pretty miffed by that decision, um, but yeah. So we've got we've got ten, 10 minutes to go. They're down at ten men. I think it's time to get Welsh on, get some fresh legs in the middle of the park, see if we can nick this. Significant moment number two. Sam Foley has come on for Barrow. Tell you what, he's got a good agent, that lad. Final sub for us. Uh, the Mountain Goat has gone off, and uh, Will Evans has come on. Um, so we've got what about five minutes to go plus injury time. Yes! Goal! Right in injury time! Would you believe it? Corner from the far side, it's about five minutes into injury time. And Cam Norman, I think, is it. Cam Norman's pinged it in. Or oh, Mickey, Mickey, we're saying. Mickey's pinged it in in the header. That's the winner. So 1 0 away win. Goodness gracious me, can you believe it? Yeah, Mickey confirmed. Mickey confirmed the goal. Goodness gracious me. There it is. Well, what do you have an event? Stuart, what do you think of that? That was a pretty awful game, but what a fantastic finish. I mean, brilliant goal from Mickey. Superb. Yeah, it was a dull, dull, dull game, it's fair to say. Right, we've all got a long journey home, but it'll be slightly better with that. Right, see you another Northern time. Cheers, all the best.
away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.